Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I hope that you are all ready to conclude week seven. Uh, as, as we're going to go ahead and go forth on today, today we're going to deal with something that is not really talked about a lot, but then it is talked about a lot. But we're going to deal with legalism on today. And on today, the Holy Spirit, is uh, he wants me to kind of flow from him. I'm going to quote you all some scriptures, but when I send the audio, you will be, I will give you the list of the scriptures. Amen? Um, this is something that I, I really hope that we all examine ourselves with, that we just lay before God and ask the Lord to reveal if we have found, if we have unknown only begun attaching these things, amen, and I really pray that this word minister to your spirits, to your heart, and to your mind, I pray that it allows you to seek God and get into the word of God and examine yourself and make sure that you are have your relationship in Jesus Christ, not based on legalism, not based on man, not based on anything but other than Jesus Christ, amen, so when we hear the term legalism, a lot of people say, well, what is legalism? Legalism is when uh, they make, you make a, they, the people make a list of rules, and they now tell you that in order to obtain a relationship with Jesus Christ, that you have to have all of these rules. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this, and you have to do that. You have to do all of these rules instead of just the fundamentals of faith. Now, God gives us commandments, but the Word of God says do not add to the Word of God and do not take from the Word of God. We don't add to the Word of God simply because adding to the Word of God, it makes it impossible to be able to keep everything. And that's where grace comes into play. But God's rules, is, God's commandments is really not a lot, but it's really basic moral principles to help us live this life based on um based on what's right and based on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Uh, there's a scripture that's in Matthew, I believe, where the Pharisees and the Sadducees was uh, trying to approach Jesus, and Jesus had rebuked them. He said, you hypocrites. He said, you yourselves do not enter into the kingdom of God, and yet you make it hard for the people to enter into the kingdom of God. You burden them down with a list of rules. Forgive me if I'm paraphrasing, but what he would tell is you burden them down with a list of rules to enter into the kingdom, and he said, you yourselves do not lift one finger to help them. So what we have to begin to understand is anytime we are presented with a list of extra rules and a list of things, it makes it harder for the people. And what begins to happen is now the people feel that they are not worthy enough to come before God, or they are not, they don't pray long enough, or they don't go to church often, or they don't tithe often, or they because they're not serving on all these auxiliaries, or because they're not tithing um, every single day, or all these different rules, or because they don't look a certain way that they cannot be used by God, or they're not qualified to go before God on behalf of themselves. We have to remember that when we go back to the beginning, that the beginning, Abraham, Adam, and Eve, and all of these people had a relationship with God, not by keeping, here it is, a list of rules based on legalism. It was based on their faith in God and their obedience to what the voice of God was instructing them to do. Amen? 
So I believe that God is about to commission his people back into that era and back into a dispensation as such. So as we begin to kind of look at these different type of things, you have people telling you that if you don't wake up at 5 a.m., 3 a.m., and 4 a.m., and if you're not praying at these hours, then you're not, then you don't have a prayer life. If you don't pray for two and three and four hours, then you're not praying before the Lord. If you don't lay prostrate before your face, lay prostrate on your face, then you're not, then God is not ministering to you. If you don't um, study the word of God, if you don't read the word of God for hours and hours a day, if you don't look a certain type of way, you can't have color in your hair. You can't wear long nails. You can dress a certain way. If you're a woman, you can't wear pants. And all of these things that you have to begin to understand, what is the Spirit of the Lord speaking to you? Now, as women, as me being a woman myself, there is a difference between dressing modest and dressing out of religion. You want to always dress modest and keep on accord that your body should not be a stumbling block for your brother in Christ. Amen? So you should not be revealing your thongs if you wear any. You should not be revealing your cleavage at church. You should not become a stumbling block. And what begins to happen in such a sense, because we're not taught how to dress in modest, then what happens is now the church begins to look like the club, and what people wear to the club, they're wearing to church and becomes a stumbling block, especially for those brothers who are dealing with lust, who are trying to come out of fornication and things of the such. So we have to understand how to kind of cover up. We got to understand how to still, we can still be trendy, but we don't have to be revealing out of our goods. Now, that is separate from someone telling you that you have to only wear this, that you have to wear long skirts, you have to wear pants, or if you're a man, you cannot wear baseball caps, and, and you can you got to wear a suit, and you got to wear Stacey Adams, and you cannot wear tennis shoes, and you cannot come in the sanctuary with a baseball cap on, and all of these different things. When we deal with prayer, ask yourself, have you based your prayer life based on how someone else prays? Have you based your prayer life based on the fact of maybe you feel that you cannot pray? Amen. Have you based your prayer life based on anything other than you simply have a relationship with God? And if the answer to this question is yes, then let me help you out. Prayer is a simple communication with God. Then you have the intercession where the Lord will prompt upon you to intercede for people and to pray for people. That's one type of intercession. And the second type of intercession is when the Holy Spirit begins to make intercession on your behalf. But prayer, the Word of God says, pray without ceasing. Prayer is simply Excuse me, where you're talking to God, how you talk to people, you talk to God. The Word of God says in the New Testament, he said that when you pray, do not, do not be lengthy like the Pharisees and the Pharisees and use long, big words because they think that they would be heard by God using these long, big words and lengthy prayers. Your prayer can be short and sweet. There's a passage in the First Kings where Elijah, the Scripture said, Elijah prayed, God opened up his eyes that he may see. And this instance was speaking about when he was on the mountain and his servant began to get, become fearful because I believe there were 300 soldiers coming up against them. But God, Elijah didn't go before God and pray this long, long, drawn out prayer. He didn't do all that and he didn't get all shined up by and start speaking in tongues. Amen. He said one simple sentence and God honored his petition. Elijah said, Lord, open up his eyes that he may see. And when he began to do that such a thing, what began to happen is God opened up the servant's eye 
God, and he was able to see that um, on that mountain with Elijah was chariots of fire, amen, surrounding him. It was angels and chariots of fire that were surrounding them and being with them in battle. So with that being stated, you have to remember that your prayer can sometimes be, God, I just need you to help me right now. Or you can pray, Lord, be my strength right now. Or you can pray, Father, control my temper right now. Or you can pray, Lord, forgive me. Or Lord, keep me from falling. You can pray a simple prayer that will move the throne room of God. You don't have to pray long, long, drawn out prayers. Now, when God auctions you and he brings you into a place of intercession, and then the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, then yes, by all means, you obey the Spirit. But you don't have to use big, long words or uh, long, big uh, words. Your prayers can be simple. You are simply talking to God on the nature of who you are. Amen? You don't have to use big words. You don't have to use Greek words, and you don't have to use Hebrew words. Those things is good to know so you can understand certain the, the definitions of the word, but you don't you don't base your salvation of that. And what begins to happen in the body of Christ is a lot of people now base their relationship with God based on how good they sound. You have preachers who want to prove they are anointed to preach by using Greek and by using Hebrew and by using big, long words and sound and intellect. And now in order for you to understand a sermon, you got to go get a dictionary and a thesaurus. This, you see, this is the, and, 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 and what happens is the word of God is is created to be simple that all men may be able to, to understand it. If I have to get a dictionary to understand what you're speaking and you're claiming to speak by the Holy Spirit, that lets me know that you're not speaking by the Holy Spirit because according to the New Testament, Paul said that when I came and preached to you, I didn't preach to you how using big words according to men. He said he preached by the power of the Holy Spirit, and the power of the Holy Spirit is going to keep it simple but yet powerful enough that you can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking. Amen. You have people who will condemn you if you miss one or two Sundays of quote-unquote church, then they condemn you because they, they say that you're supposed to attend church every Sunday. That's not biblical. I know some people that have missed months of service, quote-unquote, but they stay in fellowship with like-minded believers, and God has kept them from falling. So anytime we have to stop condemning people based on the doctrines of people, because what if what happens if you're sick on a Sunday? What happens if your car is not fixed? What what happens if the Spirit of the Lord is uh, putting upon you to stay at home and just lay before Him? Then uh, who are you going to obey? Are you going to obey God or are you going to obey man? And I am a firm believer that we have confused the voice of God with the voice of people, with the doctrines of men, and now what it seems to and deems to be God, we say that it's not God because it goes against the doctrines of men, but God does not speak according to the doctrine of men. He speaks by the power of His Spirit. Amen. You have to ask yourself, have you based your salvation based on any type of works of yourself, based on how, how many times you, you, you do tithes and offerings? Yeah, if you don't, if you can't pay tithes and offerings for three months, God is not going to condemn you, and he's not going to send you to hell, and it doesn't mean no curses on your life. These are doctrines that man has made up to implement fear into you so that you can help them pay their mortgage payments. You have to use the wisdom of God in the New Testament. The word of God says to give by the gratitude of your heart. And as much as you give with a cheerful heart, then it shall be returned unto you. Do you think God wants you to give uh, $150 because, 
man says that's 10% of your income, and it's a, here it is, it's a straining to you, and you're not giving cheerfully, but you're giving, here it is, out of legalism, and in your heart, you're like, but God, I need to pay this light bill, I need to pay this bill. God wants you to give or be a cheerful giver. He would rather you give $10, and it's based on cheerfulness, and it's based on your gratitude of love, than give $150 based on legalism, and you're not cheerful at all. Amen. Remember the woman of the New Testament who who only gave a penny, but her but she that penny was honored more than everybody else who gave because it was all she had. But she gave as a cheerful giver. Never base your salvation based on things or based on your works. Yet alone based on gifts. Amen. There's a lot of people who are doing works who will still not make it into the kingdom of God. There are a lot of people that's going to be, Lord, Lord, I, I, I preached in your name. I prophesied in your name. I cast out demons in your aid, in your name. And God is still going to tell them, turn from me. I never knew you. You worker of iniquity. You worker of iniquity. Our boast and glory should only be in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Nothing else. Nothing else. Only in Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, you have to ask yourself, are you more entangled into your gift? Have you been telling people, have you been judged yourself? Have you based um, your relationship with God based on how you look? Well, you like colored hair, but you don't want to wear colored hair because you don't want to be condemned. So now you dress a certain way who's not that's not even your identity. God wants you to serve him in the fullness of your identity, not in the fullness of legalism. Amen? Amen. I hope someone gets that. He wants you to serve him based on the fullness of your identity, not based on the fullness of legalism. Jesus told the disciples, he told Peter, he said, go and catch the fish. The problem is we're not catching the fish. We're trying to clean the fish. God gives the increase. God does the cleaning. We're, in, we're just to simply catch the fish with bait. So what happens is we're now trying to turn people and try to have them look what we deem Christianity to be instead of leading them to Christ and letting Christ clean them up. Amen. So we have to stop telling, looking at people who got pink hair and green hair and yellow hair or black hair or purple hair and deeming them not to be saved because God looks at the content of the heart. And there's a lot of people who have different colored hair, who wear jeans, who wear Timberlands, who may wear baseball caps, who have dread, and, and who have uh, all the, who wear weave, and they love God with all of their heart. Amen. Amen. So I just want to um, give you this word based on the Holy Spirit that you know that we're not found guilty of legalism. Christ, the obedience is a sacrifice, but it should not be a burden. It should not be a burden. He doesn't want it to be a burden for us. He wants his his, his sal- salvation should never be a burden. It should simply be something that we enjoy doing. Amen. We enjoy doing it because we love who God is. We serve him because of the fullness of who he is. We give because we understand that we have a love for him and we give to him. We're not giving based on the pressures of man and based on manipulation and based on legalism. We give by uh, the cheerness of our heart and the content of our heart. We give freely because it is the right thing to do, not because we're pressured by man. We worship God because 
Jesus, who he is. We pray to God because of our relationship, and we're not condemning ourselves anymore because we may not pray loud like somebody else, or we may not pray for two and three hours. God knows the content of your life. Some of you are trying to keep the schedule of tradition of man. It don't even fit. You, you can't even fit into your schedule to pray for an hour every morning, but you can fit into your schedule to pray daily. You can fit into your schedule to pray for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes on your lunch break and maybe 20 minutes at night. Oh, my God, I was found guilty of these things. I was trying to keep doctrines of men instead of going before God and saying, Lord, you know my heart for this season. You've given me this schedule. You've blessed me. And, Lord, Heavenly Father, I'm going to do according to what is in me to do, not according to what the traditions of man is telling me to do. Amen. And I've been finding this a lot more peace because I found myself condemning myself because I, I was missing 5 a.m. prayer. I was missing 6 a.m. prayer. I wasn't praying for an hour, an hour long and all of these things. And I remember the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, who are you trying to be faithful to? Are you trying to be faithful to me or are you trying to be faithful to man's tradition? And that really woke me up. So may this, this audio encourage some of you on today to be still in the presence of God on today. Ask God to search your heart and show you, have you been guilty of trying to, be, to keep legalism? Remember, even with the Ten Commandments, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were so busy throwing the Ten Commandments at Jesus Christ that they didn't understand that he was the word. Amen. So that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother sermon. Don't be so busy trying to keep the law that you miss Jesus. The word of God says in Colossians 3, it says that um, do not let people say don't eat, don't touch. Don't, if you esteem one day higher than this day, because he basically, what he was saying, he said that these, these seem good, but there is something greater to come, which is Jesus Christ. And what happens is they seem good, but according to Colossians, he said it requires much discipline. So with that being studied, if, if your day of rest is on a Friday and not a Sunday, let nobody condemn you to hell. <laughs> if your day of rest is on Saturday or Tuesday, then you obey God and not legalism. Amen? Amen. So with that being studied, everyone, this is Prophetess Judy, founder of Prophetess Judy International Ministries, and I hope that this audio recording was a blessing to y'all, and I hope that it caused you to look at some things. And may you go in peace today and serve God from your spirit of gratitude, serve from your spirit. God will be more, listen, let me end with this. God will be more pleased with you praying for 10 minutes and you being obedient. If you pray for five minutes and then you spend five minutes listening, God will be more pleased with your prayer, with you walking in obedience from a five-minute prayer than you being heavily and laying stretched out for two hours and you're not obeying God. And we have to stop um, listening and being intimidated by people who boast in these things. Boasting, we either, that's not love. We should not be boasting in how long we pray. If you can pray for two or three hours, that's fine, but we should not be implementing that upon the people. So what begins to happen is the people are trying to establish a prayer life based on what someone else is doing instead of based on the, the reality and the fundamentals of who Jesus Christ is. People are establishing their relationship with Jesus Christ based on what someone else is doing based on what Jesus Christ wants them to do. Amen? So, again, this is Prophetess Judy, founder of Revive Me International Ministries, as well as founder of Revive Me Consecration. I'm sorry, uh, Prophetess Judy International Ministries of Revive Me Consecration. Have a wonderful day, everyone.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.